Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. July 6, 2019, the farewell to Alfred E. Newman edition. First up, the Iranian sanctions are getting very real as the British Armed Forces seized a tanker allegedly smuggling Iranian oil to Syria. British commandos seized a super tanker suspected of smuggling Iranian oil to Syria in a nighttime raid, which has triggered a diplomatic row between Iran and the United Kingdom. Next up, from the Financial Times, they report that Donske Bank sought to discredit the whistleblower as it undertook an an internal investigation to try to expose discredit him and blackmail him into silence, as lawyer has claimed. Donsky Bank claims it was just looking at whether he was entitled to the compensation he received, which is a pretty stark admission that they were doing uh, exactly what they're claimed to be doing. So once again, we have a company who has significant uh, issues brought forward by a whistleblower, and of course, rather than remediating those issues, they are attempting to uh, discredit the whistleblower going forward. Next up, from the Wall Street Journal, a report that the former or the uh, stepson of the former prime minister of Malaysia, Najib Razik, um, who's the former PM, uh, has been charged with five counts of money laundering uh, related to the 1MDB scandal. The stepson, Razik Aziz, is also the producer of The Wolf of Wall Street. That uh, movie had to return a significant amount of its profits, having purloined the funding of the movie from the uh, 1MDB uh, fund. So now we have the family members of the former prime minister uh, beginning to become more ensnared in the crisis around the 1MDB scandal by being... Uh, indicted for money laundering. So we'll definitely have to keep a watch on this. <clears throat> the Prime Minister's trial has uh, begun, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, whether uh, Mr. Aziz's mother, the uh, wife of the Prime Minister, is also indicted. The U.S. Justice Department has said that $4.5 billion of uh, $6 billion raised by the fund was misappropriated. And finally, and an incredibly sad note for anyone who grew up in the 60s or 70s, Mad Magazine has announced it is shuttering its doors at the end of the year and will have no new print editions. Earlier this year, Donald Trump tried uh, to discredit Mayor Pete by claiming he was Alfred E. Newman. And unfortunately, just to show how far down Mad Magazine has fallen, uh, no one knew uh, what that uh, reference meant unless you're probably over the age of 50 and maybe even the, over the age of 60. Mayor Pete certainly didn't know who Alfred E. Newman was and had to Google him to find out. And it really speaks to what happened to the cultural relevance of Mad Magazine. But at one point in time, they were the leaders of cultural satire for teenagers and adults in this country. And uh, everyone who lived through that time period will have a fond memory of Alfred E. Newman and the cartoonist who wrote for Mad Magazine. It was really a great way to uh, learn your politics growing up. So farewell to Alfred E. Newman.
on my new podcast, Trekking Through Compliance, where I take a look at the issues of compliance and leadership through the lens of Star Trek, the original series. It appears daily at noon on all of my platforms. Check it out. J.D. Supra, FCPA Compliance Report, the Compliance Podcast Network, Spotify, and a host of others. Finally, I'm pleased to note that I am now part of the C-Suite Radio Network, so check out one of the podcasts on C-Suite Radio.